Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all of the other places people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. You know, one of the things that makes it so easy is that when, once you log in, it's so cool to navigate and easy to find everything and upload your content. You're bound to be up and running in less than a day. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hello? What do you mean you're looking for the tea? Well, sit back and relax, honey, because there's going to be plenty of tea to sip on over here. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the tea. My name is Easton, and today we're going to be talking about the new video from Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. We're going to also be talking about Dr. Dre and his wife's prenup. Somebody's challenging their prenup and the billion-dollar divorce. We'll also talk about Lizzo's new deal with Amazon. We'll also talk about uh, Zoe Saldana's comments on playing Nina Simone. All that and more coming up right here on the T. All righty. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the T. I'm Ethan. And first up, what are you watching? Well, if you're bored because you're listening to this show and you want something to watch. Don't you worry. I've got a little list for you. So, if you're looking for your black movies and shows <laughs> this weekend, Moesha, all of Moesha's out on Netflix. Uh, Prison Song, remember that with Mary J. Blige and Fat Joe? Yeah, and Q-Tip, he was locked up. That's out on <laughs> Netflix this month as well. The Brothers with Morris Chestnut, Bill Bellamy, Shamar Moore and D.L. Hughley is also out. National Security, Death at a Funeral, Sam J, 3 in the Morning, Scary Movie 5, Project Power, and The Game, Seasons 1 through 3. Also out on Netflix is Umbrella Academy Season 2. Love it. Very, very relevant this season. They, you know, without giving too much away, deal with some civil rights issues, which they do so, so well and handle so, so well. Also, the uh, Netflix original, The Rain, season three. I love Netflix originals. I'm that nerdy guy, especially if it's like a puzzle and you want to figure it out. That's out. Also, if you love your reality TV, Selling Sunset, season three, is out over on Netflix as well. Now, let's get to it. So, first up, Dr. Dre's wife is challenging the prenup 
Yes, she is. Here's the story. Nicole Young just filed legal docs in which she claims she was forced to sign the prenup back in 1996. Nicole says Dre, who is now worth $1 billion, before they tied the knot, I was extremely reluctant, resistant, and afraid to sign the agreement and felt backed into a corner. Given the extraordinary pressure and intimidation by Andre, I was left with no option but to hire a lawyer. Of course, with the help of Andre's team of professionals, and unwillingly signed the agreement very shortly before our marriage. And given that the amount of pressure and intimidation by Dre, according to her, uh, she was left with no option but to sign the prenup and unwillingly signed it, she says. She says that two years into the marriage, Andre acknowledged to her that he felt ashamed that he had pressured her into signing a premarital agreement. And he tore up multiple copies of the agreement in front of her. And since the day he tore up the agreements, they both understood that there was no premarital agreement and that it was null and void. Who believes that story? Boo. No one. But let's keep going. Uh, Sources connected to Dre beg to differ. Saying, quote, he never expressed shame over the prenup. He never tore it up and never, ever said it was invalid. These sources also say that Nicole had her own lawyer and she had a clear choice on whether or not to sign it. All these folks are sending their press releases to TMZ. And that's who our sources are. I feel like our sources, every time I read this, our sources are whoever the subject is, right? Dre's made it clear that he'll pay spousal support and all of her expenses, but clearly Nicole wants a big piece of the pie, claiming that he's amassed most of his fortune during the marriage. Nicole is asking the judge to separate the divorce from the prenup issue, but it looks like a fight is brewing. Yeah. I can totally see why it fights brewing. There's a billion dollars at stake. Do I actually believe that she felt forced to sign a prenup? No. I mean, let me take that back. I, re- I recognize that she had no choice, but I'm sure she also assumed that her marriage would last forever. Right? They had three kids. So there was never a need to worry about it before them. Also, this made-up story from the lawyer about tearing up the document two two years later. Stop. Who actually believes that that happened? And the man that Dre seems like, that seems like that was a, it was signed and done afterwards. And I'm sure she didn't want for anything in this relationship. Have you ever thought about launching your own e-commerce shop? Are you a pin fanatic and you've already got a business and you'd like to know how to capitalize on it during the shelter in place because of the COVID-19, well, Marketing Made Easier can help you out. Head on over to Marketing Made Easier and sign up for a course. We'll teach you how to launch an e-commerce shop in just 24 hours, how to launch a podcast if you're interested in doing that as well. And if you want to step up your Instagram game, sign up for the Instagram for Business course and Pinterest fanatics, join the Pin Academy, become an influencer, drive more traffic to your business Expand your presence on the internet and the web and learn from someone who knows what they're doing. Head on over to Marketing Made Easier. It's marketingmadeeasier.net. That's marketingmadeeasier.net. And start learning something new today. Take advantage of this time inside. Learn, grow, build your business, make some money with marketingmadeeasier.net.
Girl, bye. Have you guys seen the new Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion video? With the cameo from Kylie Jenner? Am I getting old? (gasps) Shut up. (laughs) Seriously, am I getting old? (laughs) You know when you watch something and you blush? I mean, man, I thought in the early 2000s, people were shaking it and popping it and talking about sex. But wow, I mean, these videos. And shout out to these young ladies for owning their sexuality and not letting anyone tell them no and doing their thing. I don't have any problem with anyone doing that. But, wow, I mean, I really do feel like I'm an old man because in some of these shots in the video, is it is it WAP or WAP? <laughs> featuring Meg the Stallion. It's Cardi B, W-A-P, featuring Meg the Stallion. Oh, that's what it stands for. Uh, oh, that's what W-A-P stands for. See, I'm old. It took me a minute. Look, these women look beautiful. I'm not denying that. Now, did you guys hear about the controversial, or the controversy, rather, that ensued? Well, If you're not familiar with it, let me jump right on in. Basically, a lot of people were hating because they felt like of all the women that they could have chosen, they could have chosen any one of a million black women. And Kylie Jenner didn't have to be there. And in fact, on Twitter, people named some folks. Bria Miles, Ryan Destiny, Jordan Woods, Saweetie, Doja Cat. Uh, And then they went in on choosing Kylie Jenner. I don't even mind Kylie Jenner. I Maybe she's friends with Meg Thee Stallion. Maybe she's friends with Cardi B. I, I wasn't that bugged by it, but black Twitter was not having it at all. Like, that's a non-thing, right? Like, right? That's a non-thing. Nobody cares. These are all very rich people, and they bring their friends into videos. So call up Cardi and say something. And she'll probably answer you on Instagram (laughs) if you leave a message. It may not be the sweet way that you're expecting, but she's going to answer. And did you guys hear about Zoe Saldana saying that she was sorry for taking the role of Nina Simone and that she deserved better? Okay, before we hit the crickets button on this. No, (laughs) stop. (sighs) But seriously... Before we hit the crickets button, I here's how I feel about this. Girl, bye. First of all, Saldana, who basically wore blackface, she wore darkening makeup and a prosthetic nose for the job, says that a black woman should have been cast. Uh, what does that even mean? If you consider yourself a black woman, but you're saying a black woman should... You mean a darker-skinned woman should have been cast? Absolutely. But you were greedy for the role, Zoe. And there it went. Well, let's read about it. The actress Zoe Saldana has apologized for playing Nina Simone in the 2016 biopic. Did any of you guys see it? I know, me too. I wasn't really feeling it because it was, it was with her. And why, do you ask, do I have a problem with Zoe Saldana? You know, a few years back, she was one of those celebrities who 
you know, she's married to an Italian man. She's got two twin boys. And there was some dispute about how black she was or whether, or whether her kids are black or I don't know, something like that. And it really, you know, when people denied their blackness to the community, some of us get set off. So I really wasn't feeling her because I was like, well, you've been in all these black movies since, what was that Britney Spears movie that she did? See, nobody can remember. But she's been in movies as the black girl since back in the day. So that this idea that she would distance herself, you know, sometimes when people get crossover roles and they present a certain kind of way. I mean, you can do you. Look at Viola Davis. She's a black woman who, you know, does mainstream movies and she's proud of who she is. Sorry, Zoe. Anywho, let's finish this. The actress Zoe Saldana has apologized for playing Nina Simone in the 2016 biopic Nina, a role for which she wore skin-darkening makeup, a prosthetic nose, and false teeth. Saldana, who identifies as Afro-Latina, told Pose creator Stephen Canals, I should have never played Nina. The leverage that I had 10 years ago was a different leverage, but it was leverage nonetheless. I should have done everything in my power to cast a black woman to play an exceptionally perfect black woman. Having initially turned down the role, Saldana faced sustained criticism when her casting was announced, including from Simone's daughter. In 2012, Simone Kelly told the New York Times that her mother was raised at a time when she was told her nose was too wide, her skin was too dark, and her appearance was not the best choice. At the time, Saldana refuted her critics telling Allure magazine back then, there's no one way to be black. I'm black the way I know how to be. You have no idea who I am. I am black. I'm raising black men. And don't you ever think you can look at me and address me with such disdain. Right, girl. Now Saldana says Simone deserved better. I thought back then I had the permission because I was a black woman. She told Bay Magazine amid a tearful apology. And I am. But it was Nina Simone. And Nina had a life and a journey that should be honored to the most specific detail. <sighs> I can't with Zoe Saldana. Crickets to her. Look, here's why I'm over it as well. It's 10 years later. And, you know, while we all look back in the past with, you know, look back in hindsight and say what we wish we would have done. You know how it is with actors in Hollywood that when you're on top, you have a certain kind of bravado and attitude. And now that her career is not that anymore, now she's looking back regretfully? Girl, bye. That's exactly how I feel about her. Girl, bye. All righty. Did you guys hear that Kanye West is getting booted off of the Illinois ballot? I know. Sad for him, right? That's right. The 1900 signatures that he paid someone to collect are getting tossed. That's not sad for anyone except Kanye. I mean, we don't really believe in his presidency, right? Or believe in him seeking the presidency. He's too mentally unstable. He said already that he has bipolar disorder, and he said that on TMZ Live last year, and that he doesn't like taking his medication because it interferes with his creativity, 
And as we've seen over the past few weeks with this outburst about Kim and his awful, horrible commentary about Harriet Tubman never freeing slaves, how embarrassing, which really set us all off. No. Bye, Kanye. Boo. He had the audacity also last night in an interview that popped up from Forbes not to deny that him popping on, you know, these ballots in... He didn't exactly deny that popping on these ballots would interfere with Joe Biden's um, run for the presidency. But anywho, let's read this story. Kanye West's presidential run just got a death blow, at least in Illinois, where election officials say that more than half of his submitted signatures are invalid. And that means that he's off the ballot. Multiple people stepped up to object after Kanye submitted his petition to get on the ballot in his home state. That triggered a review from the State Board of Elections of all the 3,128 signatures on his documents. And guess what? The tally is in, and 1,900 of them were ruled invalid, which leaves Ye way more than 1,000 short of the 2,500 needed to be a presidential candidate on the state's ballot. What some people are saying is that they're not really sure the problem is you know, sometimes when people are out collecting these signatures, it could be a number of anything, right? That people could write fake names, give fake addresses. Maybe they're people that aren't registered to vote in Illinois. Or it could just be a signature that someone doesn't recognize. Anywho, the bottom line is that in Illinois, he'll be removed on August 21st. And he still has the option to tell everybody that he's not. He claims that his goal even if he's not on the Illinois list, his goal is merely to win. Isn't that everybody's? Well, thanks so much for listening to the tea, everybody. If you want more up-to-date tea, more than what I'm giving you right here, darlings, head on over to the tea.net. That's the T-E-A dot N-E-T. That's the T-E-A dot N-E-T. And you can be updated all day long. There's celebrity tea. There's movie tea. There's political tea. There's sports tea. There's all kinds of tea, honey. And if you want to keep up with us on IG, head on over to Instagram at Gimme the Tea. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.